Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we are winding down on this series of how to stop overthinking. And this has been really an eye-opening series. For those of you who are just joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the start. Those that have been with us right from the very beginning, I hope you have obtained a lot of nuggets and tips and information that will help you to over, to stop the patterns of overthinking. And that's precisely what it is, is a pattern. It's a habit. It's a, an unconscious effort that we make to overthink things without, without even really taking any account that we're doing it. And so these are tips and ideas and science behind how to stop that madness and end the habits of overthinking. Well, we ended yesterday uh, talking about taking a walk and we talked about considering worst case scenario just to kind of reframe yourself. If you miss that, go back and listen so that you can hear the details of that. But I want to jump into today's topic and that is not being too hard on yourself or really we could put that as not being a perfectionist. Now, I've got some news to share about perfectionism, and I have before in past series, but I want to take this uh, different approach, and I want to share with you some really powerful information that I believe could change your life. Everyone has a friend or a loved one obsessed with perfection, the one who works constantly because they're you know, terrified of letting their boss down or the mom who won't let anyone help around the house because no one else does it just the way she does or does it quote-unquote, right. Or perhaps you're the perfectionist in your own life. You know what? Just admit it. Because the sooner you do, the sooner you can let go of it and move on and all of its side effects. Case in point, earlier this week, a new analysis in the Review of General Psychology found that perfectionism can literally ruin your life. Perfectionists are more likely to struggle with depression or anxiety, and sadly, they're more likely to commit suicide, the paper argues. Well, there's a sad fact for you. While we tend to uphold perfectionism as a sign of being a high achiever, the average person has very little understanding or awareness of how destructive perfectionism can actually be. The paper's lead author, Gordon Flett, Ph.D., told New York Magazine Science of U.S. blog, For many perfectionists underneath the outward appearance of having it together, they feel like total imposters, which can be really draining, he added. Perfectionists have an all-or-nothing mindset that's propelled by a crippling fear of failure. So we're back to that word fear. They also have what's called conditional self-worth. They think, I'm only a good person if I can achieve, you know, X, Y, and Z. All right, and this is explained by Elizabeth Lombardo, PhD, a clinical psychologist and author of Better Than Perfect, Seven Strategies to Crush Your Inner Critic and Create a Life You Love. Since true perfection is impossible, you can see how someone with that kind of mindset could go into a dark place. Also, while the suicide rate is consistently about four times higher among men, women are more likely to be textbook perfectionists, Lombardo adds. 
there are other negative health effects of perfectionism too. Lombardo adds, this all or nothing mindset can manifest in surprising ways. For example, people with anorexia can be struggling with perfectionism about their bodies, but obese people are sometimes perfectionists also about their bodies. They think, well, I messed up and I had one cookie today. I'm not perfect, so I might as well just give up. With this, there is no spectrum. It's literally all or nothing, Labardo says. <clears throat> Interestingly, perfectionists are also more likely to have a chronic or unexplained fatigue and pain syndromes like fibromyalgia. A perfectionist says, I don't have time to take care of myself. I must be the perfect mother and the perfect boss and the perfect blah, blah, blah. And their bodies just give out, Lombardo explains. You know, I just had a lunch yesterday and uh, met a, a very, very nice lady, very intelligent, brilliant woman. And just as we parted, she started rattling off this long list of all of these issues that she had. And, you know, interestingly, one of the things she had mentioned was fibromyalgia, along with a list of many other things. And all of these things that she listed were stress-related. So you got to stop and think, is all this crazy thinking and all these mindsets and patterns and habits, is it really worth it to give up all your health for that? Because the majority of them are related to stress. Don't say it doesn't have to be perfect. This is the worst thing that you can say to a perfectionist. Instead, highlight their strengths and what you like about them, Lombardo says. For example, your perfectionist sister has a meltdown over a work screw up. Focus on how proud of you how, of, of her you are, no matter what, rather than telling her how to stop being a perfectionist. Get rid of the word should. Okay, now these are all things that you can do for yourself, but also for those who are perfectionists in your life. Perfectionists are obsessed with this word. I should be the best. I like what Tony Robbins says. He says, stop shooting all over yourself. And that's really what it is. Okay. So, for example, have her focus on what she wants from the party she's planning to have fun versus what she wants to avoid, all right? And that is everyone to think that she has horrible taste. And then, reminder, it's not failure. It's just experience or data. For perfectionists more prone to the nothing side of the spectrum, you can help them overcome their fear by failure of failure by helping them to pinpoint the problems. They might say, I'm try I tried to go to the gym, but I never had time, so I just can't work it out. All right. So if you know that's not working, what well, can you learn from that? Maybe you can go for a walk at lunch or after dinner. In other words, always throw out ideas and alternate ways and for them to actually accomplish what they're setting out to do. Well, I hope that was helpful to you. That was a big one. There's a lot more I could say about perfectionism. And as I told you, I have done it in past episodes, so I encourage you to go back and explore. I have just a couple more tips to offer. We'll try to squeeze those in tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll continue for another day after that. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness or routine. Thanks for joining. Continue to reach higher and reach your destiny.